following program is intended for mature audiences only. If you are under 21 or easily offended, get the fuck out of here. Over 120,000 downloads. Jesus Christ! Listeners from around the world. And now if it was like 15 inches, we'd be like, bring it on. <laughs> Captivating interviews. All around badass goddess, Miss Ginger Lynn Allen. Best introduction I've ever had. <laughs> and explicit content. Oh, that's in the... This is Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD, and I am here with my athletically talented wife, Carmen. Hi, why am I athletically talented? We learned a new skill. Not very well. <laughs> we are now pickleball players. No, we're not. <laughs> we hit a little ball over a net half-acidly. And I venture to say... I can't. I was gonna say I'm the world's first naked pickleball player, but I'm probably not. No, I don't think you are. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's played naked pickleball. I only hit one shot naked. <laughs> and your pants were around your ankles. I still got the point though. <laughs> hey, you move into a house with a pickleball court, you might as well learn how to play fucking pickleball, huh? Right. That's what we did. So. And temporarily, our lines are so redneck. <laughs> They're made out of gorilla tape. <laughs> it, it worked. worked. What are you going to do? How you doing, my love? I'm good. How are you? I am excellent. I am uh, enjoying some Mama Wana, Mama Juana, Mama Juana, Mama, I don't know. They pronounce it so many different ways, mm-hmm. but I was corrected and they called it Mama Wana. Mama Wana. Mama Wana. It is very tasty. I'm just kind of missing the Dominican a little bit because, you know, now we're a couple, well, what are we, a little over a month out that we got back. Yeah. I'm sad. Yeah. But we got a wonderful email from another couple that actually just got back from Grand, and they uh, they thanked us for our trip report and said our, our advice helped them out. They they reiterated, get the VIP pass through mm-hmm. the airport. That was like the best money spent. Right. Yeah. So. No three-hour line. Thank you guys so much for that email. Appreciate hearing from the fans when we uh, get those. It is always wonderful. Um, usually I get messages on SLS. That's like the number one spot where, where people contact us, <laughs> which I guess, I mean, it's a swingers podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes sense, I guess. Um, if you want to reach out to us, please do so. It's Midwest Threesome at gmail.com. Midwest, the number three, S-O-M-E. Um, also on SLS, it's Lake S Couple on there or on the Facebook. We're under Midwest Menage a Trois. Pretty easy. Easy peasy. So we're going to talk a little bit about the lifestyle tonight and different aspects of it. One thing, uh, I've been listening to a lot of other shows, of course, and I've actually gotten into this kick recently where I've been listening to a lot of psychiatry shows, um, specifically sexual psychiatrists or sexologists, I guess they call them. So it's always interesting to get a take on the medical profession's thoughts on this whole thing. And you're... Deduction would be? Well, one thing that really kind of irks me a little bit, I have yet to find a a true medical podcast that talks about the lifestyle, but they don't, they always group swinging, polyamory, ethical non-monogamy, they group it all together. 
they can't separate those for some for whatever reason. And I think I know the reason, but I, <laughs> I don't know. It, it's all sex with different partners. It is, but if you think about polyamory, uh, especially there is relationships there. There is the true love, and, and I still think as evolved as some of these sexologists seem to be, they still have a hard time admitting that people like to have sex for fun. <laughs> With, without. With ca out, casual sex for fun. Yeah, but I'm trying to, because I don't want to say without emotion, because there is emotion that goes along with it. Absolutely. But it's without love and. I guess you can't even say love because I love my friends. Absolutely. It's, but it's. It's different. It is. And I, I honestly believe that it is our puritanical society that is still imposing, you know, we've come a long way. I mean, let's face it. Let's look at, um, you know, people who aren't straight. Right. Um, made leaps and bounds. Are they at the end goal? Hell no. Not no. even close, but made leaps and bounds in the right direction. Um, Non-monogamy and, and our lifestyle it's made some advancements, but it's still not nearly accepted. No. Um, and I think because of that society and the way people view things, they, they, the doctors, are still having a hard time admitting casual sex is okay. Right. Um, so they group us in with the, the polyamorists. And, <laughs> and, it's weird. And, and then it's okay because there's a relationship there and... and you know, in a lot of polyamory, um, what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Situations. Family unit. Yeah, there is a family structure of some kind. Um, a lot of them, you know, co-raise kids and, and all kinds of stuff like that. So you still have a lot of those family, quote unquote, family values. Whereas with swinging, you don't. Right. And they can't deal with that, I guess. And I guess I, here's a spin for you. Polyamory is accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. More accepted than swinging. I'm talking in general. Okay. They still, uh, there's a lot of places that won't recognize like a polyamorous marriage. Right. You know, marriage between three people. They won't. Nope. You don't qualify. Exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of what I'm getting at is it is not against the law to be in a polyamorous relationship. Right. But a polygamist is against the law. Why? Actually, I think you're getting that backwards. Polygamy in certain states is legal. Polyamory is not illegal. No, I mean, I, I outside of certain states, I okay. think Utah. <laughs> right. Outside of that, it's illegal. Okay. But being in a multiple person relationship is not. Hmm. Hmm. Why? But, I mean, when you're talking legality issues, uh, polyamory is not legal. It's not, you can't have a polyamorous marriage. Mm -mm. Um, therefore, it's the same as polygamy. You can't have, I can't have seven wives. Wouldn't want them. Um, <laughs> little side note. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, one is enough for me. Thanks. <laughs> For me, the one and only. Um, so, yeah, there they run hand in hand. And, yeah, uh, 
why don't they group polygamists in with us too? Exactly. <laughs> it's all the same. Exactly. Like there's this huge stigma around polygamy. Hmm. Why? I don't know. That's interesting because, and I don't know this for a fact. I would love to see the statistics on it, but for polyamorous relationships, um, you know, take triads, for example, where there's, there's three people. What percentages of them are male, male, female versus male, female, female? I would guess the higher percentage is two males and a female. Or no, I'm sorry. Yeah, two males and a female. So it's the reverse of polygamy. Because usually, usually when you say polygamy, you're thinking about a guy that has multiple wives. Right. Uh, not to say it can't happen the other way around, because it could, but... Usually, generally speaking, that's what you think about. Right. So it's the opposite of that for polyamory. But I don't know that. I'm just shooting from the hip here. I would love to see the statistics on that to see if that's truly the case. And is the polygamy coming strictly from a religious standpoint of our our nation? Hmm. Well, no, I don't know. I'm not a... Or is it... Tax purposes. <laughs> I'm not a theologian, so I know that some of those guys back then had multiple wives. <laughs> I know, but I don't know. One man, one woman. I don't know. The whole thing just fascinates it, it me. It does. It blows my mind a little bit. It, I, and that's why I've been listening to a lot of these. Um, you know, I, I like to find actual psychiatrists. Um, I prefer a psychiatrist because there's a medical degree involved in that title. Um, as opposed to a psychologist, which is, I don't believe, a medical degree. I don't believe so. Yeah, but it's interesting for me to listen to. One of the terms they did bring up, and I got to thinking about this a lot, was it's called NRE, New Relationship Energy. That makes sense. They were talking a lot about it with, of course, polyamory. But in the swinging world, is that... Is that what we're craving more so than the actual sex? It very well could be. And I I think I think it has a big part to do with it and it's always even with partners that you have multiple encounters with, you still have that new feeling every time. At least we have. It's right. yet, we haven't outgrown that yet. <laughs> right. Um and and you're constantly meeting new people and and sometimes playing with new people. It's that new relationship energy. It's that excitement. It's that anticipation. It's that, oh, this is this is awesome kind of thing. You know, then nothing against old relationship energy because we have great old relationship energy. Mm-hmm. I hate using the word old with myself, but it's true. You're old as uh, shit. I am. <laughs> uh, but the, the new relationship energy is just a different thing. And we've all had it. We've all gone through it. Even if you've been married... 50 years, you you can remember what it was like those first two years you were together. And I agree with you to an extent. Hmm. Okay. My least favorite part of swinging, and it's probably why we don't do it very often, is the first time. It's awkward. It is. It can it's, be. Absolutely. And now I don't want to say awkward. It's you don't know the person, what their likes, their dislikes, their right, their triggers are. Well, sure. 
And so it's. But that's part of the excitement, too, is figuring that stuff out. I know, but that takes multiple encounters. It does. And just like in the vanilla world, you know, think of, uh, well, for you, just, just a few years ago when you were dating. Ha, ha, ha. And you would date somebody new. You would, yeah. you would have to click enough with them on a... Um, emotional level on a uh, things in common level, mm-hmm. you know, you, you'd have to have that that spark for whatever reason to continue on with the sexual part of it. Even if it was a one night stand, you know, right out the bat, if you didn't have anything in common with them, it was one and done. Yeah, and that's kind of the same thing with swinging. True. It's you got to have that connection, at least for us. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that yes, they do the one and done, and and that's fine. That's the way they like to do it. Right. Um, that's not how we operate. We we do need that connection for, for whatever reason, and maybe it is just because of that. You want that chance to figure out all the bells and whistles. But it's not even the the playing on the first encounter kind of thing, and that's where we struggle a little bit at resorts or at um, hotel takeovers, anything like that, where it's the first meeting we struggle with that oh absolutely yeah we don't play we for the most part i'm trying to think have we ever played on the first date no there was one time it it was soft yeah we were on a break (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was our one and only time it was your one and only time i didn't do anything i was a good boy shut up So, yeah, and, and that's just our way of doing things. It doesn't mean it's right. doesn't mean it's wrong. Um, no. That's just how we do it. Right. It's the same thing we tell you guys about our rules. We didn't have any. <laughs> we, we really still don't have any. Right. <laughs> Is that right or wrong? No, I don't want to say either way, but it's the way we do it. Right. So, in addition to this, you know I spend a lot of time on various lifestyle Facebook pages. Mm -hmm. There was a post that came up the other day that really got me thinking, and then the comments were fantastic. So I wanted to just kind of go through a couple of these and and discuss them a little bit. But the post was, one thing you wish you knew before getting into the lifestyle. Hmm. There's a lot of good answers on here. Okay. (laughs) Um. Well, there's also some really disgusting ones. But. <laughs> right. Uh, how many guys do not actually show up? Oh, that's probably a for common, single males. It's probably a common misconception. We never really went down the single male path, especially uh-huh. in the beginning. So we didn't have that experience. But if you were jumping into this, you would probably come in thinking. Oh, single guys, they're, I'm just going to have hundreds of them. They chicken out. They do. A lot or of they them, flake. A lot of them don't show up, blow you off. Yeah. Um, another answer, how much money it costs. Oh, my gosh, yes. That's a great answer because nobody's prepared for that. Um, the outfits, the going out all the time, the, the dinners, the drinks, the hotel takeovers, the... If you graduate to the vacations, the just getting a hotel if you don't have a space because you both couples have littles at home, or if you're like babysitters, us, yeah, or if you're like us and you live in the middle of freaking nowhere, you're constantly traveling 
to mm-hmm. meet people. Um, and when you're meeting someone new, yeah, you probably want to get a hotel room. Right. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just scrolling through some of this while we're doing this. How uplifting it can be for most women's self-esteem and how devastating it can be for most guys. That was an interesting comment. Because I have not found it devastating. But I can see where that would be. Um, and, And we've talked about this. Often in the lifestyle, there is a imbalance. Absolutely. There can be. One in one way or another, you know, it could be, you know, one partner is very attractive where the other one isn't and vice versa. doesn't but, have to be male, fe- you know. And we've talked about that at length in, in past shows, too. It's that you it's so difficult to find that four way connection. Right. And some people are just they won't say no, thank you to both. They will say, well, does she play alone? I, I've I heard that a I lot. I've heard that. Yes. Um, I, I guess, yeah, I could see that if somebody, if we approached a couple and they said, well, no, but does your wife play alone? That would hurt. That would crush you. That would hurt. Yeah. I, I can see that. Um, the other part of that was how uplifting it can be for most women. Self-esteem. Absolutely. The, We've talked about that at, yeah. at length. Um, <laughs> The amount of people who are in it that will expose you to their drama in some way. Oh, God. (laughs) When people say, okay, here's the thing. If they say we are a drama-free couple, nine, well, most of the time, there's a shit ton of drama there. Yes. And that's actually another another one of the comments, comments, too, and I don't. I haven't got it to it yet, but it was something along the lines of the people that say we, we're drama-free the most, they have the most drama. Right. <laughs> um, meeting people isn't as easy as it seems. Absolutely. We touched on it a little earlier with the single guys, but it's even worse for couples trying to meet. Oh, my gosh. You have to way step outside your own comfort zone and outside your own box. Well, not only that, too, but this is something you do as, at least for us, this is a hobby. This is not our life. We have a regular life. Um, we have great friends. We have family. We have kids. We have grandkids. To find the time to cut out for mm-hmm. this is next to impossible sometimes. And it is. And we are not um, going out during the week kind of people. Yeah. So we're limited to weekends. No, as you guys know, Carmen gets up at 3.30 in the morning for some god-awful reason. So, yeah, we can, we're not going out during the week. No, because... <laughs> it's a rarity that that happens. Nine o'clock is bedtime. Really? I've been doing good lately. Well, yeah, it's summer and the sun's still up at nine o'clock. Right. In the winter, I have sundowners. In the winter, you have 4.30 downers. <laughs> <laughs> That's sun. That's when the sun goes down. Um, Let's see. How clickish most everyone is. I I don't agree with that. I don't. I think there's a level of comfort when you're at a party and there's so many people all around and you're there with a group of friends. Yeah, Yeah. you tend to hang with your friends. I actually had this conversation just the other night. We had um, Cherry Pie couple came over and we were hanging out with them for a bit. Um, And 
the mister and I were talking, they're actually going on a vacation and they're going by themselves. And, and we have invited them along with us the next time we go to one of the lifestyle resorts. Um, and they're probably going to end up going with us. But I told them, I'm, I said, I'm so glad you guys are going, you know, to this first one because they're going to try and check out a lifestyle club where uh-huh. they're going and stuff. I'm like, I'm so glad you guys are going by yourself. Yep. Sometimes you just got to do that and it forces you out of that comfort zone. We got into a pretty lengthy conversation about that because there was actually a hotel takeover that we went to where they were the only people that we knew at that takeover and we but, for them. No, there were other people we knew we there. Knew, but not comfortable with. Right. So we had our, our home base, we called it, and we did end up spending a lot of time together. But not an exorbitant amount. No. No, it was. It was like we would wander upstairs to the room because we needed a minute to give our ears a break, and they happened to be in their room, or we were like going to the same place at the same time because we all needed a break, and so we would sit and talk. Um, But yeah, it was it was different. So here's a good one. And this this one, you know, sometimes your husband likes to put out there that I have a really big ego. You do. <laughs> sometimes. Not always. But to know that you're not everyone's cup of tea, no matter how special you think you are. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Uh, that's one you got to think about. Yeah. It's true, though. I mean, there's... There's so many out there that think they are God's gift. And I I joke about it. You joke I about it with me. You don't. No, you don't. I <laughs> I don't walk I just, around like that. No. But there are couples that think that they are God's gift and because they have that air about them, it's a turnoff. Instant turnoff, yep. It is. And we've talked about that in past shows too. It's it's the, the fine line between confidence and cocky. Yes. It is a very fine line. Everybody um, wants us. Hmm, really? No. <laughs> um, mom and dad bods are the preferred type. I would say for a lot of people, that's true. I would think so. I don't know that it's, it's probably a majority um, if I really look at things. But here's the question. Is it preferred? Or is it what's available? Oh, now you're getting deep. I don't know the answer to that question. I don't either. Because there's a lot of women that I see that, oh, I love a dad bod. I love a dad bod. I love a dad bod. But are they saying that because they're talking to a dad bod? I don't know. (laughs) See, got you thinking. Did you say I have a dad bod? No, you don't have a dad bod. Uh, this is a great one, by the way, and especially this is one of the ones that I think should go to the top of the list for things you wish you knew before you started the lifestyle. So anybody out there who's not but thinking about it, listen up. You don't have to like the people who like you. And that was tough. It is very difficult. It is. It's the to say no or no thank you is one of the hardest things in the world, and it's extremely hard for newbies. Yes. And even we've been in how many years now? It's still hard. It is difficult. Absolutely. 
I make you do it. We're getting better at it, but... <laughs> I make you do it. At the beginning, it was damn near impossible. So that is a good one to work on before you ever even attempt to to walk down this road. There needs to be like a role-playing YouTube video or something like that with a couple that's hitting on a couple online. Like you can take a, a class on... I don't know, like on FaceTime or something. I'm sure there's something out there. But you can be like dial in and people are hitting on you and you can practice your no in a respectful way. Right. That should be a thing. I, I, I'm i going to roll a couple together here. Um, how much fun it is. Would have started sooner. Would have gotten into it sooner had I known how awesome it is. There's a lot of that. I don't agree with those. For us. I wouldn't have wanted to get in sooner. Mm-mm. I don't think our relationship was where it needed to be. Um, I don't think I would want to try this with kids still living at home. No. Um, I think it worked out perfectly. Yeah. Um, trying to do this along with all the activities that our kids were in and everything else, it, it would have been just hard and I don't think, like, the lifestyle for us physically made us took a, take a, a hard look in the mirror. Right. Oh, yeah. And at the time, I don't think either of us were mentally prepared for that. No. Not even close. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I disagree with that one, but... Um... That's not to say that you can't get in when you're in your 20s or 30s. Well, and maybe those people, they got in when they were in their 50s and they wish they would have done it when they were in their 40s. That's a good point. Yeah, you I, know, I, I don't I know their age. Don't either. So um, this is an interesting one, too. How many of our vanilla friends got freaked out and backed off, scared to hang out, um, advise keeping it secret within the lifestyle. Some minds just can't handle it. I think we have been, we've told some vanilla friends, mm -hmm. but we have been very selective on the friends we tell. Mm -hmm. And I think we sized them up pretty darn good because none of them ran screaming out of the room. No. They are all still our good friends to this day. Um, they're more curious about things than anything. They, I think they just want to know how it works. They, they don't put us down for it. They don't shame us for it. Um, but again, we were very, very selective about Absolutely. who knows what we do and who doesn't. So right. I think if you're careful about it, go for it. I think so. I agree. <laughs> I had no idea how many new types of experiences were waiting for me to discover and how I would jump right in, Carmen. <laughs> Let's see. Where are we at today? Shush. <laughs> Who took their clothes off first at Desire? Shush. <laughs> sure as hell wasn't me, the nudist. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think that's all the good ones. Uh, oh, cheater's going to cheat. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. If you are trying to get in to fix your relationship because one partner was... Stepping out, and this is going to even that playing field. you got another thing coming. 
Um, do you want to hear the comment that probably, I'm guessing, got blasted the most? I'm not going to read all the replies, but most couples get into the lifestyle, do so because the male half can't satisfy his spouse. <laughs> <laughs> that is an idiot. <laughs> right. Now, there are couples out there where the male may have had some trauma to his bits and this is their way of getting that pleasure we've also met couples uh, with the opposite true where the female has you know sometimes sex can be very painful for females uh-huh. um there's certain conditions that cause that and we've met uh, people that where the female has that so she right. wants to bring her husband in so he can experience some things that she can't provide right and that's completely understandable. Absolutely. But Whatever I, works for you, but I don't think that that is the vast majority. No, and I don't think that's, that's a what, rarity. I don't think that's what this guy was talking about either. Um, single guys never get a break. Well, yeah, probably. <laughs> I still feel bad for the single guys. I know. They get a bad rap. They do. I feel bad. Men have more freedom to be who they are in the vanilla world than in the pineapple lifestyle. That's a very curious comment. Not really. Okay. Explain, please. I will. Look at how many people that we know are bisexual in the lifestyle, but what do they put on their SLS profile? Yeah, true. They are straight. Where in the vanilla world, they are free to be bisexual and it's accepted Mm, are they really yeah okay yeah they are um they are free to be that where in the lifestyle for whatever reason people will scroll by like on sls if you see somebody that is both both of them are bisexual a lot of people will scroll by it because for whatever reason, they think just because he's bisexual, he's going to want to stick it in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So I think there is that, like, it's super hot for a woman to be bisexual because, oh, that's everybody's, every man's fantasy to watch two women together, blah, blah, blah. Not every man's. I don't want to generalize. But when you see that Mm -hmm. male bisexuality, there's a difference. And I'm saying it's wrong. Right. I agree with you. But I think that's what that means. It could be. Absolutely. I mean, I I don't want to put words in their mouth, but that's what I see from that comment. Um... (laughs) <laughs> a lot of the pics are filtered. I see a lot of that. Yeah, we do see that. Um, I just... That's uh, an old one. Uh, somebody said that it involves sex. No shit! <laughs> but not always. Uh, no, it doesn't. Absolutely not. I mean... We've got some great friends out of the lifestyle that we've never had sex with. Right. Well, or even it could mean that you're watching sex, 
but you're not having sex with others. Very true. Yeah, there is the voyeur aspect of it, or even the exhibitionist. Yeah, you're just having sex with your partner in public. That still involves sex, though. In both of those scenarios do. But it's not... Sex with others. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, and that's what we forget a lot of the time is um, there are so many different levels to this, and you can do whatever you really feel comfortable with. It There's no pressure to do anything else, and if anybody does give you pressure, then move on. They're not the right ones. Right. So I, I always forget about the, the voyeur and the exhibitionists, and, mm-hmm. um, and then, of course, the next step would be soft swap and full swap. So Yep. Got all kinds of things you can do. Fun for everyone. Absolutely. <laughs> We're like right. great America. Yeah. Well, that was a good discussion. I think uh, we I think covered so. a lot of ground there. And uh, that's going to wrap up the show for this well, week. Well, do you want to give the review of the new toys that you bought? Oh, yeah, we should talk about that. Um, last show, we talked about the new anal dildo set. So if you see them out there and they are not soft touch... But they are a black silicone. Yeah. I'm going to recommend, and I it doesn't make a difference what brand. They are grippy and they hurt. Yeah, every toy we've ever had that has that black, not shiny silicone. Mm-hmm. That's I, it's a flat black. It is. Um, they just they're grippy. They don't work well. No, they're oh. r- wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, they're still in the chest, but I have a feeling they're going in the garbage. I might see if somebody else wants to try them. They've been fully cleaned and sanitized. But, I mean, the good thing about them is because of the material are that you can just throw them in the dishwasher. Well, there's two that haven't been used at all. Right. It was a three-pack. So Yeah, right. But um, a soft touch would be the the next best thing, I think. But that material, I would say avoid it. Yeah, it is no bueno. No very uncomfortable yeah we tried it out it uh it didn't work so i mean it went in yeah it just once you start moving it around a little bit and i don't care how much lube you have on them it doesn't it doesn't lube up very well no no so the search continues i guess yeah we have to keep looking coming up memorial day weekend we're doing a little camping trip with some good friends we are some bound chicken bound no pressure (laughs) (laughs) um this is a a couple that we've talked about on the show before they actually came to one of our house parties and we we expressed interest in having a do-over with them just on a Mm two-on-two situation as opposed to a big party like that so right we're gonna hang out with them and then after that Florida comes. No, we're going to Greece. Uh, well, that's not lifestyle, though. So? Just a trip. So we might find some fun people on a cruise ship. Oh, I'm sure we will. But <laughs> Then Greece, then Florida comes. Yeah, another busy summer for us. Yeah. We've, got the, we've officially scheduled the Swinger Olympics. It will be happening at the end of July. Um, we're working on the games as we speak. The invites have started to go out. I haven't got them all out yet. But it's going to be fun. I think so. Vagina ring toss. That's the latest one. Ow. <laughs> I don't know. Figure it out. Can you grip a hoop with your vagina and sway your hips to throw it? No. Work on your kegel. Like, you know what you could do, though? Women put in a 
dildo and roll back on their shoulders so their feet are up in the air. Put in like the long double dildo so it's sticking straight up. Yeah. <laughs> and then ring toss on. And then it. ring toss onto that. Okay. Like, and put your feet behind your head. Well, I mean, if you're going to do that, why don't you just use a guy with a heart on? And the women can throw the rings. Because it's funnier? That's true. <laughs> and and uh, let's face Yeah, I was going to say, let's face it, less painful because you get a, a ring tossed a little vigorously. It's not going to hurt us because yeah. we can just put a pillow over our head. <laughs> cover our face so it just bounces off the pillow yeah where it would it would hurt we're, okay. st- we're still working out the kinks so to speak <laughs> uh the games will be uh coming up soon though i'm sure and if you've got an idea please let us know because this is going to be epic the, right. fir- the first ever swinger olympics <laughs> 14 countries represented okay they come from all over the world to compete. Uh-huh. The, their nation's top athletes. Okay. <laughs> what kind of redneck are you going to do for a torch? Ooh, yeah. We got to have a big old torch. No. <laughs> let's not put fire in drunk people's hands. Let's put a... Let's, I think we can make a torch out of a dildo, can't we? How about just a lighter? <laughs> Carmen's always trying to rein me in. <laughs> I gotta draw you back a little bit. Doesn't happen most of the time. No. All right, guys, that is gonna wrap up this edition of Midwest Menage a Trois. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you listening. Please reach out to us. It's Midwest Threesome at gmail.com. On SLS, it's Lake S Couple. And on Facebook, we're under Midwest Menage a Trois. We will be back next week with an all new show. We'll see you then. Bye bye. <laughs>